Amen. Well, that's a good song, isn't it? If you keep that in mind, everything will be a-okay. Well, we're going to switch gears. <clears throat> we're going to darken the building just a little bit. I'm going to switch microphones and head to the back, and I'll be talking to you from back here. themes, I would like for you to think about the theme, and if you were here, remember some of the things we, we learned. If you weren't here during that time, some of you have been saved since then, it's been church since then. <clears throat> think about that thought for just a moment, what you know about that, and I praise the Lord for it. So uh, we want to go back to one of our first themes when we started doing an annual theme of the year, and the theme was lift him up, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men trophy of amazing graphic design, as you can see. Uh, but Brother Ken and I actually wrote a song called Lift Him Up, and that was a, a wonderful year. <clears throat> and the first Sunday I became the pastor, I actually had candidated, left, the church had uh, voted, and the first Sunday I was back here as pastor, I preached Lift Him Up been our goal all these years. If we just lift up Christ, uh, everything else will be okay. And so lift him up. And then we had, uh, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And we've always tried to be faithful to the word of God. And then we had Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And of course, what a wonderful truth that is. When you get down, you get discouraged. Some of you are going through difficulties right now. Uh, realize that it's not all about you. That Christ is going to get you through, and he will provide the strength. And then we had the great theme, Grow in Grace. Uh, I enjoyed this theme, and not just teaching the church, but focusing on those truths. Brother Ken and I wrote a song uh, for this as well. We ought to break some of those out and uh, use them from time to time. But we each ought ought to be growing in grace. And then we had, <clears throat> Lord, teach us to pray, where we really focused on prayer for this uh, year of the themes. And our next slide's not looking quite right. We had to switch computers for a technical glitch at the last minute, and uh, this one's not showing the fonts right. But the idea was worship the Lord. And so we talked about worshiping the Lord and the beauty of holiness. And worship is more than just singing. Worship Him in doctrine, in song, in holiness, in faithfulness. And we talked about all the different ways we can worship the Lord. And then we had the theme rooted from Colossians 2.7. Rooted and built up in Him, established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. And we each ought to be working to grow deep roots. One thing you'll notice about this a graphic, and one thing we learned in our study is that when you look at a tree, you'll find that the root system underground is about the same size as the canopy that you see. And it reminds us that in order to grow big and strong and beautiful, we have to grow deep and wide and have a great foundation. <clears throat> then we had our theme 2015 and 16. Our theme was looking for that blessed hope, Titus 2.13. Looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we know that the Lord promised to return again. And it's an important truth that while the world's getting crazier and crazier, it is as the Lord said that the world get, would get more crazy as His uh, appearing approached. And boy, we see that today, don't we? Things are getting more and more crazy, 
keep an eye to the sky. The Lord Jesus is coming back in his time. You say, well, why isn't he here yet? Well, the Bible tells us he's not come back yet because he's being long-suffering so more people could get saved. And we ought to be doing our job to get out the gospel. And this was the first year we had two, the same theme for two years in a row. <clears throat> and then that happened a few times. The next two years, we did the same thing. Uh, 2017 and 2018, we had the theme fellowship from 1 John. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. And it's a wonderful gift that we can have fellowship with God, but we can also have fellowship with one another. And that's one of the functions of the local church where we can encourage one another to love and to good works. Then in 2019, we had the theme, vision. Where there is no vision, the people perish. We talked about getting a vision from God. What do you see when you look at the world? Do you look through eyes of faith? Do you see things through the eyes of, of Scripture? Boy, we ought to have God's vision, and that makes all the difference for sure. <clears throat> and then the last two years, 20 and 21, we went back to having the same theme, and that theme was, as you know, supernatural, living in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm always reluctant to have the same theme two years in a row. Uh, I do it when the Lord directs it, but uh, it's not my, not my preference. And I, I usually get teased saying, yeah, it's probably just a lot less work to have the same theme year after year. And it would be. So for the next 10 years, we're going to have the theme supernatural. Now, that's not what we're going to do, but this was a wonderful theme. Let's talk about some of the blessings of 2021 as we discuss this theme. Of course, in 2020, uh, COVID came on the scene. The governments made their decisions. People had to make health decisions. It just threw everything on its ear, uh, and the Lord got us through that. But I'm also grateful 2021 was difficult for a lot of people as well, and I'm grateful for God's faithfulness through COVID-19 and through 2021. If you look back at your year, you'll be able to pick out places and times and events where God showed himself faithful. It's easy for us to see just the bad things, but boy, God's been faithful to you, and he's being good to you now. Yes, he does allow difficulties to come into our lives, but then those become platforms of His mighty grace as He blesses us through those difficulties. And God was faithful <clears throat> in the continuing turmoil of COVID-19. And then I'm grateful for our members, our church members. Church members' faithfulness. Boy, you folks are a faithful people. And you're not just faithful to our building. You're not just faithful to our church. You're faithful to your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, that is a high compliment. One of the great things we should long for is when we stand before the Lord, He would say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And I, as the pastor of Curtis Corner Baptist Church, can look at you and say, well done. You've been faithful, and you've been servants in difficult times. And for those that, that struggled with faithfulness this past year, Man, look at this year and say, hey, by God's grace, I'm going to be faithful in 2022. And then for the flexibility, you know, when, when things are turned upside down and turmoil comes, uh, sometimes we get knocked out of our comfort zone. Things can't always be the way that they've been. Well, I appreciate members being faithful. We work really hard here at our church as, as a leadership uh, to not cancel services, to, to not uh, disrupt the ministry of God's word. But sometimes we do have to make adjustments as we go along, and we appreciate the flexibility with the membership. And then we're thankful for the souls that were saved. Do you know if just one soul got saved all last year, it would have been worth it. Folks, we can never forget that most of the world are unsaved, and that means they're one heartbeat, they're one breath away from eternity without Christ. And this church and your faithfulness and God's blessing and power we were allowed to see uh, many souls saved last year. And what a blessing that is. We had a, a young lady that rides our bus uh, get saved just a week or so ago, Deandra. 
And uh, what a blessing that is. And I was thanking one of the bus workers for being faithful this winter, just going out in the snow and the cold and driving and getting up early. You know, if just that one person got saved, it would all be worth it. But yet we are blessed and privileged to have multiple people saved every year. And I praise the Lord for that. And then, of course, believers baptized. We had folks baptized this year and, and added to the church, and we're grateful. Uh, young people, adults, uh, folks that come to church and drive, folks that ride our buses, uh, baptized this year, and we praise the Lord for that. That's the goal. The Bible teaches us to get people saved, help them get baptized, teach them to follow the Lord. That is the Great Commission. <clears throat> and then I've been blessed by watching people's personal growth. You know, it's no fun to go through trials, but that's where you grow. If you go up to the mountaintops, you don't find trees growing on the highest mountains. It's beautiful up there, but there's not a lot of deep soil. There's not a lot of nutrients. The same thing goes with life. You know, it's nice to be on those mountaintop experiences, but that's, uh, you really grow in the trial. You grow in the valley. And I've been honored to watch many of you go through difficult times, uh, personal trials, health difficulties, cancer, chronic illness, bearing loved ones, financial struggles, distresses and distresses of all kinds, and yet you have grown closer to the Lord through that. Well done. And it's been a blessing to watch that. Then I'm glad for the continuation of our services. We're pretty crazy around here. We just don't cancel church for much. And if there's a blizzard, somebody will be here to, to uh, open the door. If, if there's illness going around, the doors are open. We just expect you to be smart enough whether or not to come, but the doors are gonna be, <laughs> the doors are going to be open and the lights will be on uh, because that's part of our, our ministry is just to make this place available. You know, and the truth is whenever people are hurting and struggling, that's when they need church the most. And we have to keep things going. So I'm glad that we were able to just continue with our services. Our prayer Bible study on Wednesday nights, we've just got a couple of lessons from that. But boy, last year we dug deep into prayer. We talked about the prerequisites to prayer, uh, 12 things you need to do if you want to get your prayers answered. We talked about the problems with prayer, 12 things you don't do if you want to get your prayers answered. Or we've talked about who to pray for, and we're excited about that just have a couple lessons left, but hopefully your, your prayer and walking with God has been helped through that. We learned wonderful Bible truths about the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? What does He do? What's He trying to accomplish in our lives? Uh, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the fullness of the Holy Spirit, all those life-changing truths. Well, we, we praise the Lord for 2021. We're grateful for the church working so hard at our Save New England conference. Uh, Almost 50 preachers came at one time or another that were encouraged and helped. And our little church had a massive impact in uh, our region. And that's just through your faithfulness and through the blessing of God. Just one little story. One preacher's wife was really struggling. And she uh, let us know that just sitting in one of the, the ladies' sessions changed her life and gave her the strength to keep going. Uh, and that's just one little story of all the people that were helped. And anytime you help a preacher, you help his church. And so our little church was able to, to impact and help thousands of people across New England through this conference, and we praise the Lord for that. Thank you for your faithfulness. And then I always enjoy our Christmas programs and our parties. We appreciate the folks who worked hard on the Christmas program, and you'll see some of those, a few of those pictures in our recap video what a blessing to see the, the kids and the adults all band together, honor the Lord during Christmas time. Those are some of the blessings that we picked out for 2021. Now, as is our custom, we have a recap video, our 2021 recap video set to music. It's about seven minutes long. And so sit back and enjoy. The ushers will be bringing popcorn and soda down the aisles. No, that's not true. I'm sorry. I got your hopes up, but just enjoy the, the video. The Holy Spirit came at Pentecost. 
churches were born again. The early Christians scattered o'er the world. They preached the gospel fearlessly. Though some were martyred and to lions hurled, they marched along in victory. They came to Nehemiah with what the enemy had done. Gates were burned with fire, and the walls were broken down. He fell to his knees and wept, then he fasted and prayed. The name of his God had been cast down, it was time to take a stand. Let's build the wall, build it strong and true. For future generations who are coming after you, let's build a wall, build it for your family and for eternity. It's time to take our step, let's build a wall. He gathered all the people and he told them of his plan them of the power of God, they strengthened their hands, sent each man to build the wall, starting right there by their homes. He knew in his heart they would give their best, and the wall would stand the test. Let's build the wall, build it strong and true, for future generations are coming after you. Let's build the wall, build it for your family and for eternity. It's time to take our step. Let's build the wall. Across this once great nation, the walls are broken down. The truth is falling in the streets. 
Wasted lives and ruined homes. It's time we all rebuild the walls, starting right here in our homes. Our enemy, those weak families, seeking whom he may divide. Let's build the wall, build it strong and true. Amen. The Lord gave us a good year last year, didn't he? <clears throat> it's wonderful to take some time and just remember the goodness of the Lord. A lot of wonderful memories there. And I sure do love you folks, and it's my privilege to, to serve the Lord with you. And we're looking forward to a great 2022, as we talked about this morning. Uh, let's not just have a good year, let's strive to have our best year, and part of that is going to be our 2022 theme, and so the theme is uh, an idea, a thought that we carry through the entire year, we don't talk about it every week, but we talk about it as the Lord directs, and uh, usually hit on it Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, just kind of in and out of it through the year. And this is a, a thought that I really want the Lord to lead us in, to help this idea to become uh, just a part of our lives, like the old themes. Uh, we just want this year, this theme, to really just become a part of our spiritual DNA Something that if you see this picture or you see these words for the rest of your life, you'll be able to say, oh, I know about this, I know about this, I know about this and this, and how God's going to help you with that. So this time we want to unveil our theme for 2022. The Lord gave it to me probably around May this year. It was early this, this past year. Usually I don't get it until October or so. But made, by May, June, I was settled on what we were going to do this year. And so let's have a drum roll, please. Give us a little drum roll. Our theme for 2022 is... In Christ. In Christ is our theme for this year. Our theme verse, 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore... If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I wonder what goes through your mind. Take just a moment when you think about that phrase, in Christ. What does that mean to you? What Bible verses can you think of? How can that phrase, that, that thought, that doctrine in Christ change your life? Well, you're going to learn this year. Let's talk for just a moment about what it means what does it mean, in Christ? Well, we know what the phrase Christ means. That is one of the offices of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is not Jesus' last name. It is an office. It means the Savior. And so Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. So the important word here, other than Christ, is the word in. We know who Christ is. What does it mean to be in Christ? And so the a phrase, in Christ, is used 78 times in the King James Bible. It's a major doctrine. There's a lot of ways that this phrase, in Christ, 
impacts our eternity, but also our life here on earth. And so what does the word in mean? According to Webster's 1828 dictionary, it's a preposition, and it denotes present or enclosed, surrounded by limits, as in a house, in a fort, in a city. It can denote a state of being mixed as sugar in tea, uh, heat in air. It can denote a present state as in sickness or health. It can denote a present time as in that hour or day. What does it mean to be in Christ? If you think about it, we are in Christ. We are inside of Christ. We are surrounded, protected, covered by Christ. When God looks at a saved person, He doesn't see our righteousness. He sees the righteousness of Christ. Why? Because we are in Christ. If you're listening or watching this evening and you're not sure you're saved, you're not sure you're going to heaven, boy, what you need to do is is get in Christ. How do you get in Christ? By believing in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Confessing that you're a sinner. Acknowledging that you can't go to heaven without the Savior. Confessing that you accept and believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died on the cross to pay for our sin. He was buried and rose again. And when you confess your faith in that and you believe in your heart, then you become a new creature in Christ. Well, that's a wonderful truth, isn't it? In signifies also by or through. You know, we find out who we are in Christ, but we also find out what we can do through Christ or in Christ. These 78 times don't mention all the times the Bible says through Christ or through Jesus. So what are we going to learn this year? These are just a few things we're going to learn, and it's, boy, it's a deep subject. We're going to learn, number one, who we are in Christ. If someone were to ask you, who are you, how would you answer that? What do you see when you look in the mirror? What do you believe about yourself? And I think most Christians would be shocked to find out that how they see themselves and how God sees them are two very different things. And so this year, we're going to find out who we are in Christ. We're going to realize our identity in Christ. And I'll tell you what, if you are born again, you have an amazing legacy, you have an amazing opportunity, and it will encourage your heart to find out who you are in Christ. And of course, verse 17 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 reminds us that we are new creatures in Christ. Next, we're going to learn what we can do in Christ. So not only who we are, but what we can do. Ephesians 3.11, according to the eternal purpose which He purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. God had a purpose in sending Jesus Christ. The purpose of Jesus Christ affects us, and that gives us purpose. And so not only will we learn who we are in Christ, we're going to learn what we can do in Christ. You know, many of us are living far below our station. We are not achieving what we could achieve through faith and courage and belief and obedience. And I I hope that at the end of this year, as we, if the Lord tarries this year, at the end of this year, next year's vision night, you'll look back and say, man, I know who I am in Christ. And I know what I can do and I've done things in Christ I never thought possible. And then we're going to learn what we should think in Christ. And of course, Philippians 2, 5, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. So we should have the mind of Christ. And boy, the list goes on and on. We could learn what we should do in Christ, what we should be in Christ. And here is just some of the truths that we might look at this year as we discuss this subject in Christ, our identity in Christ, our ability in Christ, our responsibility in Christ. Our unity in Christ, our purity in Christ, our charity, our accountability, our prosperity. All of these things the scripture speaks of come from being in 
Christ? What about our stability in Christ? Boy, we're living in difficult days. In Christ, you can have stability. Bring stability to your relationships, to your marriage, to your life, to your future. Put your feet on the solid ground of Christ. What about security in Christ? Aren't you glad we don't lose our salvation? What about maturity in Christ so we can grow in grace? What about priorities? The Bible tells us what should be important to us in Christ. What about equality? The world's talking an awful lot about equality. Well, the Bible tells us about equality in Christ, and it has nothing to do with all the craziness the world's talking about today. What about humility in Christ? Sanctity in Christ. Community in Christ. You feel alone? You don't have to. There is a community found in Christ. What about authority? You have spiritual authority. Are you using it? What about integrity? Or the world just goes along with new fads and, and sins, but we can have integrity in Christ. What about generosity in Christ? God's been so generous to us. Christ has been generous to us. He teaches us how to be generous to others. Musicality in Christ. He gives us a song to sing and puts a new song in our heart. What about flexibility? Well, I, I would like to do it this way. This is my way. Well, God will teach you how to do it His way. And it's a good thing to be flexible. If Jesus is your Lord and if God is your God, then that means He can come into your life anytime and change your plans. And so we can learn how to be flexible in Christ. What about reliability in Christ? Well, aren't you glad that you don't have to worry whether Christ is going to keep His word? Aren't you glad you don't have to wonder whether the promises of God are applicable today? So much to say about that. Bearability in Christ. Of course, I needed to keep the T-Y at the end of all these words, so I'm stretching here a little bit. But the Bible talks about what we can bear in Christ, what we can carry, what we can go through, the burdens we can bear with strength. Productivity in Christ. In Christ, we can accomplish more than we ever dreamed. Authenticity. Individuality. Some people say, well, if I, just, if I follow Jesus, he's just going to turn me into a robot. No, no, when you follow Jesus, you find out who you truly are as an individual. You look at the world and they all, each group dresses the same and listens to the same stuff and talks the same stuff. That, that's the robot. No, Jesus Christ will teach you how he made you special and individual and it's all in Christ. What about invincibility in Christ? You know, you're more than conquerors. You know, the worst thing this world can do is... is kill your body but they can never kill your soul did you know that right now you are living forever if you're born again i mean right now you're not going to live forever someday you are living forever right now jesus said in john chapter 11 he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die there's an invincibility to your soul to your spirit and it's all through christ and in Christ. What about our sanity in Christ? Do you ever feel like you're losing it? <laughs> Do you ever feel like you're just at the end of your rope? Boy, the Bible teaches us how we can have our sanity in Christ. What about reality in Christ? Boy, the world's gone crazy. Everybody thinks they have their own reality and that everybody ought to just demand the way they bend to the way they see the world. No, in Christ, we see how things truly are. Reality. We're going to learn all these things, <clears throat> or as the Lord directs, these are all on the the docket, uh, we're going to learn who we are in Christ, what we can do, how we should think, and it all is because we are in Christ. Well, I hope you're excited about that. This is going to be a great year, an amazing year of learning God's Word. <coughs> of course, I follow, seek to follow God's direction. We don't talk about this each service. Uh, we, we come to this and as the Lord leads, but also there are needs and and thoughts and ideas that the Lord brings up that are, are pressing and He wants us to talk about. But this is our theme for the year. Let's talk about a few of our 2020 goals with this theme. How about our personal goals? What are we hoping to accomplish? What do I hope God accomplishes in our lives this year through this? And I really am praying that in Christ we can, uh, we can nail down our walk with God. I mean our walk with God, that that you and I would nail down every single day 
what it means to have a prayer life, what it means to have a prayer structure. We're going to finish our prayer series, and then we're going to go into the series we've been talking about for almost two years, Praying Like Jesus, where we're going to go line upon line and show you how Jesus prayed and how you can build your daily prayers to be like Christ. I think it's life-changing. What about reading your Bible? I mean, just reading it every day and getting through it this year. I mean, some of you need to, need to just make a commitment. I'm going to read the Bible through this year. And we have Bible reading schedules in the back. We have our Walking with God beginners schedule here in the back. I'm really hoping that in Christ we can walk with God daily. Next, that we can read our Bible faithfully. I just mentioned that. Next, become a confident witness. We talked at the end of last year about uh, some of our soul-winning training, and that's being put into a, a book and a resource that we can pass out and help people become confident witnesses. And folks, we all ought to be confident. Listen, everybody you meet is going to heaven or hell. Very few people are saved nowadays. That means the saved people are the only hope the world has. doesn't matter your personality. doesn't matter your experience. You are the only hope that lost people have to tell them about Jesus. We have to become a confident witness, and in Christ we can. What about be a life changer? Boy, this is a thought that a man challenged me with in college. Be a life changer. Be someone who God can use whenever you touch a life, it changes for the better. And there are people in this room that you could be a life changer. Some of you are. I mean, you're just a life changer. But everybody should strive to be, you know what? I want to be a life changer. I want to come in contact with people, and by God's grace, they are different because I'm in their life. We can do that in Christ. Of course, the big one, become more like Christ. The purpose, we're in Christ. We should be becoming more and more like Jesus every day. These are our goals for our personal in Christ this year. Let's talk about our organizational goals. These are what we hope to accomplish as a church. <clears throat> and we're going to focus this year on doing a full reset after COVID. A lot of things, we, we kept meeting, we kept having services in 2020, 2021, but we had to let a lot of things go. Uh, and we want to get back to doing church the way we know how to do church. And and. Uh, one way we're going to do that is to strive for excellence. If you've been here for a long time, you've heard me use that word. I haven't used it a lot the last couple of years because I understand there's a time whenever we're just surviving. You know, the Bible says in the evil day, just stand. And we've been kind of through some of those days. But now we need to get back to striving for excellence. The building should look excellent inside and out. Uh, teachers should teach with excellence. Bus workers, we should run our bus ministry with excellence. The hospitality ministry, excellence. The ladies' ministry, excellence. And we're just going to get back to doing what we know to do, teaching people how to do things to a standard of excellence. God's business is the greatest business in all the world. And we ought not give God our leftovers. We ought to give Him our best. And so we're going to strive for excellence this year and do that in Christ. Next, I'm praying that we'll experience revival. Boy, when you find out who you are in Christ, it'll change you. When you find out what you can do in Christ, it'll change you. When you find out how we can think in Christ and get rid of some of our stinking thinking that holds us back, we could experience revival. I mean, we could be revived personally. We could be revived as a church. And I want you to pray every day that God would help our church and our people to experience revival. Next, we're going to renew our soul winning programs. Again, getting back to excellence, not just witnessing, not just piecing things together and holding things together, but a, a solid, planned, organized soul winning programs like we've had in the past. This includes our bus ministry. Boy, I appreciate the bus workers and the drivers that have just kept things going during the difficulties. But we need bus captains. We need bus workers. We need people to visit and to drive and getting back to bringing people to Jesus there's no greater cause. Monthly baptisms and additions. It's our goal to win people to Christ every month and to strive to see people baptized every month. Streamline our ministry efforts. Again, 
just getting all of our ducks in a row, doing what we know to do. Then, of course, I'm excited about this. We're just going to make much of Jesus this year. I mean, we're going to make much of Jesus. We're going to put on the megaphones, and we're going to just spread Jesus far and wide. If you don't like Jesus, you're not going to want to hang around here. We're going to talk about him. If you love Jesus, you're going to be happy to join in and spread the news. We are going to make much of Jesus. We're going to sing about Jesus. We're going to preach about Jesus. We're going to teach about Jesus. We're going to pray to Jesus. We're going to tell others about Jesus. It is all about Jesus Christ with our theme in Christ. I hope that's exciting for you. Let me just show you a couple thoughts here as we get to close. Some signature events. I'm excited about Vacation Bible School this year. This last year, we went back to our normal dates of Vacation Bible School. This year, we're going to do the same thing, July 20 through the 24. And so we're excited about Vacation Bible School. And the theme for this year, I'll give you a little clue. Ah, a little koala. Oh, you know what it is now. No, you don't, kidding. The theme this year is Kookaburra Coast, Awesome Adventures in God's Glory. It's an Australian theme, and so we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Be thinking already, planning, preparing. Kookaburra Coast is our theme for Vacation Bible School this year. We want to be praying already for another signature event, our Save New England Conference, October 16th through 18th. We start here on Sunday, and then Monday and Tuesday, We're excited about having the preachers in, the split sessions, uh, all the folks coming in. The the guest speaker you're going to be so excited about, it's it's 95% set, but he said, let me pray about it before I I just say finally. So I can't show you who he is, but you're going to be excited. He will be a blessing, Our, our main speaker who will be here. Uh, and then we have other guest preachers coming. Some of you remember Brother Vasek and Mrs. Vasek. The Vasics will be here this year. He'll be preaching for us on Tuesday night. His wife will be teaching a session to the ladies on Tuesday morning. So we're going to have a lot of fun and a lot of uh, good work and, and uplifting Christ at our Save New England Conference. Be praying about that already. Uh, we need God to move. Let's talk about some upgrades in 2022. There's a lot of things that we need to do. Patrick and I were talking about uh, working on the building today. We've got some doors we need to replace. We want to get a, an updated sign out front, but do it in a way that's economical uh, and, and looks good. We have some other, other things that we need to accomplish, but we are uh, upgrading some of our software in the back end of the church. Usually you folks don't see that, but one of the products that we are using, and I've used for a long time, they've actually made available because I use it, uh, and the church switched from one product to another as far as our, uh, some of our back-end software. That means each one of you church members will get a copy of Logos Bible Study software. Now, if you don't like computers and don't know how to use them, probably not going to be really uh, encouraging to you, but if you uh, are, have a tablet, a computer, a phone then Logos Bible Study software is something that I have used for years, uh, and it is just a a wonderful tool. You can have just so many resources available, and every church member will get a free working copy of this. And I'm going to give you my recommendations of how to set it up with the right resources. Of course, a big program like this, you can get into some, some books and stuff that would be false doctrine because they service uh, a, a large amount of people, but they have good resources that I've used for years just in digital format, and uh, it's exciting. So there's over 260 digital books that come with this, commentaries, Bible dictionaries. You can do word studies. Uh, you can write sermons and, and uh, uh, teaching lessons and just really look up anything that you'd like. So uh, many of you are going to enjoy that. And then that comes with this also is every church member is going to get access to Faith Life TV. So it's kind of like a streaming service for Christians. And again, there's a lot of it is evangelical type stuff, uh, but you can uh, go through and look at some of this 
uh, a lot of interesting things to watch. They have everything from here. You have uh, some documentaries. You have some teaching things. You have Logos training where you can learn how to, to learn, use the software. Uh, they've just got all kinds of different things. Again, we'll give you some encouragement about the things that we would recommend uh, and this will be interesting. Get, get you some good stuff. You know, boy, Netflix is getting more and more wicked every year. Prime and, and HBO and, and uh, all of that stuff, they are producing some of the most vile stuff on the planet. Now, there are some decent things in there you can watch too, but this is a Christian alternative where you can look at some Christian things and, and be blessed as well. And then they also have a version as part of this for Faith Life Kids. And so Christian cartoons and other things, I haven't looked through a lot of this. I'm sure some of it would, uh, we wouldn't think was appropriate. But there are things in there I know that will be a blessing to the kids. Good uh, quality Christian cartoons and such uh, for sure. Here's another upgrade. We are doing a Servant Keeper upgrade. We have used this uh, for many years. Sorry about that. We've used this for years in the back office, but we have made an upgrade this year. This is going to make it easier for us to keep track of all of our database. If you need a, an address or a phone number, it's going to be easy for you to access. Putting out regular directories so that you have all of that stuff, it's going to make it a lot easier and just help us streamline not just the back end of the church, the stuff that you don't see, but helping you interact with one another better as well. Part of the, the Faith Life service is also a, a way for church members to interact and such, uh, a way for us to communicate with uh, all the church members at one time. You can be a part of different groups and get the uh, announcements and, and information that you need, like if you're in the nursery, if you're an usher, different things. It gives us a really streamlined way to get you the information you need quickly. And so all those are upgrades that we're excited about and will help us promote Christ and the theme in Christ. And then I know it's been a long time coming. COVID really put a, a, uh, a stop on things, but we are still focused on our property next door across the street. We plan to get those buildings down <coughs> and uh, make a field for activities and picnics. Of course, a lot of this will be voted on in, in business meeting before we we uh, accomplish a lot of it, but build a pavilion, an outdoor pavilion is kind of the first thing we're thinking about, and or a storage building. Just starting to make that usable over there, getting some parking, getting a field, and boy, if the Lord will, will open those doors, we're hoping even towards the end of next year to be able to use that over there. All the contractors got backed up too with COVID. So all the contractors we would normally use to do this, they got held up, and then now they are on other jobs and such as well. We're still getting some bids on making sure that we do this in the most economical way, and we'll get that to you in a business meeting. All right, and then we want to pass out a schedule. When I tell you, just flip that over. But as you see up on the top, we've got a schedule for you. If I could have a couple guys come up here and help me pass out these calendars. <clears throat> yep, use several of you. And you could take as many as you need. So you see we have <clears throat> in Christ at the top, this is a calendar. It's also a poster style that you can put up and be reminded of. Put one in the kitchen, put one in your garage, wherever you're going to see it. Uh, in Christ at the top, and then the church calendar. I want to just point out some of the exciting things coming up. We don't put every, every opportunity on here or everything we have planned. These are the major things that we have planned. Of course, January Stewardship Month, our men's chili cook-off on the 28th, and then we get into Missions Month. Ladies, you'll have your first ladies meeting on the 7th. Then we have our sweetheart dinner. The children have a youth rally that we'll go to, the teens, and I'll be preaching at that along with some other preachers, but 
That's on the calendar. Faith Promise Sunday. You'll notice in March our soul winning blitzes start back up. <coughs> the first Saturday of most months, not every month. Uh, we might fit those in, but if the first month, for example, Mother's Day was there or Fourth uh, of July landed close to that day, we might move it around a little bit. But you can see the soul winning blitzes are back on there. Uh, some of the cleaning things, mother-daughter luncheon in May on the 7th. Um, got the college singers going to be here on the 18th. We're back to our midnight cry prayer meetings. We didn't do those the last couple years, our extended prayer meetings twice a year. So you can see as we look in this, we're really getting back to just getting back into our normal schedule. Just reset, getting back to the things that, that we know to do and that God blesses. And I'm really thinking through and praying about streamlining these things. We don't want to do things we don't, that are a distraction. We want to do what God leads us to do and that what will make much of Jesus. And so you see, uh, June, you have a ladies' activity. So we have a mix of ladies' activities and ladies' meetings, Bible studies, fellowships. Same thing with the men. There's some men's activities on here. Uh, and Brother Pash's 137th birthday is in June 30. I'm sorry, Brother Pash, you know I'm joking. And uh, pray for the Pashes, they're not feeling good today. But uh, Brother Pash's birthday, Mrs. Pash's birthday on there, their anniversary, 4th of July, we're going to have a picnic again this year. We haven't done that the last couple years. Youth road trip, boy, we had a great time at our youth road trip. You saw some of that uh, this year. We did the Ark, we did Niagara Falls, we went to a, a youth conference with thousands of teenagers, and so this year we're putting together another wonderful trip. And I've had a couple families ask if they could be a part of that. I'm open to that. This year we plan on being able to take a, a bigger vehicle, but I'm, I'm just, if you want to have a conversation about it, let me know. We have uh, Vacation Bible School on the calendar as well. You'll notice the end of July... Uh, you see the Northeast Vision Summit. Brother Charlie Clark has been a real blessing to us over the years. This is their conference. I've wanted to go to it forever. I would really like to try to go to it this summer, and I'd love to take some of you with us. No reason why we can't take a van or a bus down there. It's about a six- or seven-hour drive to uh, Berlin, New Jersey, and uh, just have a good time for a few days in, in a good conference. And so that's something to pray about. And, and by the way, that conference, they have things all day for kids and uh, teens, and it's, it really is a, a whole family event. All right, you see some of these other things on there, Washington County Fair out, Outreach, uh, Master Clubs on here, Men's Retreat, you have those dates, Harvest Days, you don't have the individual Sundays things we'll be doing, but you can see some of those things are a Fall Save New England conference. Then in, we have our November and December schedule. So put this up, take as many of them as you need, and pray about these every day when you see this. Pray for our theme, be reminded of our theme, check your schedule to make sure our main events that you can go to those as many as you are uh, available, willing and able to go to. And so, Brother Patrick, if you could hit that next slide. <clears throat> in Christ, our 2022 theme. Every year I ask you, somebody tell me something, raise your hand and I'll call on you, tell me something that you're excited about or, or something that the Lord put in your heart about the theme for this year. Yes, sir. The first thing that comes to mind is the picture of the branch wants to abide in the vine. Mm. I love it. Well, I love it. We can, I'm going to steal that sermon. We're gonna, you know what would be cool is to plant a tree somewhere on this property or the other property, and every year we watch it grow. It would be kind of cool. Then I would carve into it in Christ, like, and then it would die. No, I'm kidding. I would, maybe I need to think that through. But, uh, no, I love that. What a great thought. All right, who else? Something the Lord uh, blessed you about. Something you're excited about? <laughs> Not everybody all at once. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> You're excited about playing basketball tomorrow. In Christ. I'm going to play basketball in Christ. All right. Who else? Yes, ma'am. I just really like the idea that we're getting back to the 
things. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm excited about just making much of Jesus. Man, I think that Christians could always get excited about that. Going through a hard time, things are difficult, the world's going crazy. We can make much of Jesus. And in Christ, I really think it's going to be life-changing for some of you to get a full picture of who you are in Jesus. What you believe about yourself is not true. And God can set you free with the truth. And it's just amazing, remarkable. And then about what you can do. Some of you spend so many times telling yourself what you can't do that, boy, in Christ we learn what we can do. And it's liberating. It's wonderful. Any final thoughts? Well, I appreciate Brother Patrick getting here early and getting all that set up and, and everybody that, that had a hand in this. Our goal is... To really dive into this concept, this idea of in Christ, I think it's going to be a life-changing year. I think it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful year. Amen? Let's pray. Father, thank you for the, the great opportunity. Lord, thank you for giving us a vision. Where there is no vision, the people perish. And I'm glad we're not just stumbling into 2022, just hoping for the best. No, you've given us a goal. You've given us a, a north on the compass. You've given us a map, a direction to walk. And Lord, just looking as we're preparing for tonight, the depth and breadth of this subject, this doctrine in Christ. Boy, I just pray it'd be life-changing. And Lord, I pray you'd breathe new life into our church and the churches in our region and around our country. Pray that you would fill us with your spirit, your power. Give us boldness and courage to make much of Jesus. As the world gets more and more crazy, we don't need a political savior. We don't need some new law or some judge to save us or some politician. Well, that's what the Antichrist is going to do, sweep in and deceive everybody. What we need is more of you. We need more of Jesus, more of Christ. And we're going to do everything we can to lift you up this year and talk about what it means to be in you. And Lord, I just pray that you give me the wisdom to lead and guide us and the, the, the sermons and uh, thoughts and, and doctrines that will help us. And Lord, that you would help our church to be unified in this idea of in Christ, getting back to the basics, full reset after COVID, making much of Jesus, striving for excellence, winning people to Christ, baptizing them, adding them to the church. Lord, that can only happen as individual Christians choose to obey you. So I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that every person here tonight, every person under the sound of my voice, that you would protect them, that you would empower them, that you would bind the strong man off of our lives, that you would stop the distractions, help us to see through the snares and the traps, and that you would give us spiritual eyes to see and spiritual ears to hear. And that you would fill us with thy sweet Holy Spirit to make us more like you. We could experience the fruit of the Spirit. We could experience personal revival, corporate revival, as we put you first like never before. And I pray that many people would be brought to you this year. Lord, if one person got saved, it'd be worth all the, the money and the turmoil and the struggle. Yet every year you, you allow us to see scores of people saved. I pray that yet again there'd be a great harvest of souls this year. I pray that you would work in our community right now. Send the Holy Spirit forth, convicting of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Help people to be saved. Give us labors for the harvest. Give us members who are willing to sacrifice and go soul winning and work on bus routes and get in the jails and the nursing homes and and be available on Sundays to teach classes and be ushers and all the, the important things that needs to happen. Lord Jesus, you are the Lord and the Savior. You are worth it all. And help us this year to make much of you. Teach us, reveal to us the depth of those two words in Christ. I pray that we would honor you because of our time together tonight. You'd give us, help us go forth with vision, with excitement, with faith. And Lord, we trust you. 
You've told us to walk by faith, not by sight. And that's what we choose to do. So dismiss us with your provision and your protection. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope that's a blessing to you. Thanks for coming. You are dismissed. Have a great night. Yeah, if you have an offering, you can uh, meet one of the ushers in the back. They'll have a, an offering plate. Have a great week. God bless you. Hey, did you guys like those pictures? Did you see yourself in, those, in that video? It's awesome. I did. <laughs>